Entrepreneur Weekly interviews the brilliant leaders of today in order to provide a stepping stone of wisdom on the journey to personal business ownership. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. Okay. I don't even know where to start with this one. This one is going to be different. Put on your big, big girl panties and your big boy uh, bogus BHers. That's the white underwear that guys wear sometimes. I, th- this is this is a show that is going to be like none I've done before because it's all about love and business. I know. It's not something that you hear too often. It's not something that I really talk about too often. But I met a guy. I met a guy named Jerry McNamara. Let me just tell you guys a story for a moment, okay? I go to Tampa, Florida to help my friend launch a book, Amanda Holmes. The book is The Ultimate Sales Machine, and you've probably heard about it. And The Ultimate Sales Machine was a New York Times bestseller 15 years ago when Chet Holmes wrote it. Well, Chet Holmes, sadly, got sick and passed away and left his daughter, Amanda, who was just graduating with a music degree from UCLA. I think I might have got it wrong, but some school in California. She's, she's graduating with a degree in music, and now she inherits her dad's company. Her business partner at the time, her dad's business partner, was Tony Robbins. Well, so 15 years later, well, actually, what's it been? It was probably uh, about 12 years later. You know, she's running this company. She went in when she got it, and she doubled it in one year, and then she doubled it again in another year, and she proved her dad all of his techniques were right. But there was one little something missing that was just just eating away at her heart. And she wanted to also bring her dad's book, The Ultimate Sales Machine, forward because in the last 15 years, the world has changed a lot. So I've known Amanda Holmes for a long time. And you're like, why are you talking about Amanda Holmes? Well, Amanda Holmes is the ultimate sales machine because she studied her dad's systems and processes and she put them into effect. And not only doubled her dad's company, but doubled it twice. And she does it with ease because her dad has a beautiful way of showing business people how to run their businesses and how to, you know, double their sales and all the, all this stuff. So it's not about Amanda, but what is about Amanda is one day I go to Tampa, Florida to help her launch the new updated version of the ultimate sales machine which is out now by the way so yeah i guess it's a little commercial for amanda holmes and her her book her dad's book that she has added a 13th chapter it had 12 and she added a 13th chapter it's an amazing book and it's already a bestseller so you guys should check that out but what was amazing to me more than anything was i found out that the ultimate sales machine the ultimate coach of all time in my life, since I didn't know her dad, I only met Amanda, you know, after her dad had passed away, the ultimate sales machine had a coach. And I'm like, you have a coach. The coach's coach has a coach. She goes, yes, everybody should have a guy. We started laughing. That coach is this guy named Jerry McNamara. Now, why in the world would Amanda pick this guy? You guys would have to know Amanda Holmes to understand how amazing it was to me to find out that she had a coach. 
Jerry McNamara joins us right now. His company is provenchaos.com on the web. I'm not going to say any more about you, Jerry, than I already bow down to your greatness because one of the most amazing human beings in my life chose you to be her coach, and she loves you. And when she said, Alan, you are going to love Jerry. I'm like, yeah, right. I don't love anybody. Get away from me. You know, because <laughs> I'm always grumpy. But I thought if Amanda says you're going to love Jerry, I thought I can't wait to meet this guy, Jerry. Who is this guy, Jerry? And when you and I met, we absolutely had a love fest and we were laughing and joking and telling stories and we hit it off well, I think. I mean, I consider you one of my friends now. Forget about business. Amen. Right? So my question to you is, who the hell is Jerry McNamara? And I have your bio here, I know, but I'd love to hear it from you because you and I have come to a, a place in our relationship where we agree on one thing that is so important so absolutely amazingly important and that is that there must be love in every relationship that you plan on having whether it be personal or business and if it's void of love it doesn't have a future now we're going to take a break when we come back you're going to tell us who the hell jerry mcnamara is this is entrepreneur weekly this is not going to be a regular show, so get ready because here it comes. Be right back. Hold them like they do in Texas, please. Fold them, let them hit me, raise it, baby, stay with me. I love it. Love game, intuition, play the Can't get enough of Entrepreneur Weekly? Check out our podcast on iTunes for even more content. Subscribe today. So Jerry McNamara joining us, my friend, he is uh, Amanda Holmes' coach, business coach, and her friend, we are now all friends. We love each other. His company is Proven Chaos. We're going to get to that because what a name. But who the hell is Jerry McNamara that a guy like me would, I just can't wait to talk to him. I can't wait to hear what kind of wisdom he's going to bring to the table. You're... You are way younger than me, by the way. You're not supposed to have this much wisdom built up quite yet, Jerry. So uh, I'm jealous. But um, somehow, somehow you have you have found the secret to success. And I have interviewed thousands of people, and you very rarely hear this, but you bring it front and center. It's the word and the act of love. Now. Who the hell is Jerry McNamara? Where did you get this? <laughs> Alan, thanks for having me. What a great intro. My mom passed away two years ago, so I'm going to have you uh, come wherever I show up, and you can be my uh, my hype man. <laughs> Thank you for the incredibly uh, kind words, and I, I feel the same way. So who am I? I'm Alan Taylor's friend, uh, first and foremost, which that's, I love that awesome. uh, about us. And, you know, I have been so lucky, Alan, over the course of, of my career to be in the right place at the right time, to run five businesses in five different industries, B2B, B2C, sold products and sold services. So I have you know, an interesting context, and now I've advised over 100 companies the last number of years. Wow. And when I look at the, the context of all of that, what I've learned is 
that love is the ultimate superpower. Mm. And it's literally my first value. And I think when you can put your ego aside and you can love your people and you can treat them as whole people, because a lot of times in business, especially leaders and CEOs who are responsible for protecting the balance sheet, sometimes we try and tell people, you know, leave your personal stuff behind at home, just bring your business side in. And I think the world has changed a lot, especially since COVID. But at the end of the day, if you're not good at home, you can't be great at work. And if you're not good at work, you can't be great at home. And that's why I make the distinction of whole people, because we got to love our people and treat them as whole people. And, you know, people say to me all the time, oh, you know, love, that's such a soft value. And I tell them, uh, not at all. It's actually the hardest value, because to love people when they do unloving things or unkind things, that is really, really hard. But it's the right thing to do. And, you know, the MBAs that have been out there, and, and you mentioned this when we spoke when we were in Tampa, you know, what do they say? The fluffiness of love. And uh, in my experience, when you put love first and foremost in everything that you do, it always results in business magic. And the money always follows doing great work. Yeah, And so... That's the mission that I'm on in the second half of my career, Alan. I want everyone to show up loving the work that they do, loving the people that they do it with, and making an amazing impact on the world and the community that they feel really tied to, that they feel really committed to. And um, my goal is more smiles. More <laughs> smiles. If we, get, if we get that right, then people are going to be smiling more often. So. That's my background, and I'm, I'm just so grateful to be here. I'm going to dig deeper, I hate to tell you. I'm going to dig deeper. Do it. I want to go further deeper because of something you said to me. And I hope you don't mind because I feel like that a lot of business is really unraveling yourself or peeling the onion of who you really are. Because most of the time we start businesses because we're passionate about something or we see an opportunity to make some money. But no matter what, at some point in every business, we reach that place where we've got to look in the mirror and go, what, what am I doing here? What, what is this all about? What is my ultimate goal? What is my why? So we're going to talk about that on the other side. We're going to peel the onion. This is Entrepreneur Weekly, an important show today. We're going to peel the onion of Jerry McNamara and Alan Taylor, because you really got to know what's deep down inside of yourself. Stay with us, and we'll be right back with more. Today is a big day. A big day. It's a big day, okay? It's a big day. There's more Entrepreneur Weekly after these messages. Hi, I'm Alan Taylor from Entrepreneur Weekly. Child sexual exploitation is an unimaginable crime that continues to invade our communities and homes. The promoting healing and ensuring justice for survivors. But this cause can't be won alone. Learn how you can join the Maloof Foundation in their efforts to preserve a child's right to freedom, hope, justice, and dignity at MaloofFoundation.org. That's M-A-L-O-U-F Foundation.org.
listening to Entrepreneur Weekly. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. Today, the reason why I say it's a big day is because too many of us, we have blind spots on. You've seen horses with blinders on. That is too many entrepreneurs. We go through life with blinders on. And, and then we, because you have blinders on, what does that mean? You have blind spots. You're not seeing the problems. We're not digging deep enough into the who and the why and the what in the hell type of stuff. And it takes a person being honest with themselves. That must have happened to Jerry McNamara at some point because you just said it. You've been recognized as a 40 under 40 and you've topped the franchise this and the, you know, the, I can't even, they're competitors. So I can't talk about all the things you've been recognized as, uh, provenchaos.com is his website. Go check it out. But he's a coach that coaches to love. He says, people say love is a soft value. What are your virtues and your values in life? He says, no, it's one of the hardest values. I agree with you. I've never heard anybody say that. You know, where the hell did you come up with this? Did you suffer in life to be able to have these realizations? What brings a human being to the realizations? And we're talking about business stuff, but isn't it all relative? Like you said, you have to be a whole person, your family, your wife, your children, your husband, whatever you got in life. You've got to nourish all these parts of your life, but you've got to understand who you are and why you do the things you do. I'm curious about at what point in your life did you take that two years off to go fishing? Because I know a little bit about this guy. Why? <laughs> Where? How? You know, what was it that made you come to this new conclusion to where you could even turn into this, like you said, the love is the ultimate superpower because you experienced that. You were already successful, but you went, you know what? Gosh, had I done things with a little more love, I would have been super Jerry, which is what I think you are today, <laughs> believe it or not. But what was the suffering? What was the aha moment? What was that moment of truth for you? I'm curious. I think all of us have suffered along the way. No person that I know hasn't suffered, but like most American kids, I grew up in a dysfunctional home and a product of divorce. And, you know, there were many people along the way, Alan, we talked about this before, you know, who took me into their homes, who shepherded me forward, who loved me when I wasn't exactly sure how to love myself. And I remember back to a, uh, a high school teacher of mine at a leadership conference, and I was sharing the story of some of the difficulties that I had growing up in an alcoholic home and, and you know, dysfunction. And he said, when are you going to tell yourself a different story? Mm. And it had never occurred to me that that was even a possibility, that I was the author of my own story and that I had to write my own narrative. Mm. And in some cases, we have to rewrite that narrative because I always say, if your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions aren't serving you, then you must change them. And so at the very core of that, I had a community of people who loved me when I was unable to love myself, didn't know how to love myself. And so that became a core function of my life. In fact, you know, my wife, Rachel and I, we wrote our, our wedding vows. And one of our wedding vows was that there will always be room for one more at the table. And it's that whole sense of community and 
you know, when you look at leadership and business, it's all about relationships. Because as leaders, we don't do the doing, we lead the people. And leading people is all about relationships. And so when I look at the most effective leaders in life, it's all about love. It's about care. It's about caring. And if you can create that, that business environment where people feel at home, you're going to unlock a level of performance that no one else can unlock because when people feel clear in what they're doing, what they're being asked of, challenged by the work that they're doing, comfortable that they have the tools, time, and training to do it, and cared for by their leader, which comes into the love piece of this, they won't ever leave you. They'll do their best work. And that's how you get companies to perform at the highest levels. I couldn't agree more. You know, it, it reminds me, and this whole thing you said now is like a splinter in my mind. Love being a soft value and no, it is a hard value. And the reason why I had a friend about 20 years ago that went through a hard time in his life and he had three children, a wife, and he had a beautiful home. He lost his home. He lost his business and he had like nothing. He had to move in with his in-laws. And I said, well, I'm remodeling my house and maybe you can just come help me and you know, at the time, it was like 10 bucks an hour was what people made, you know, for these kind of jobs that were not that important. It was just like a helper, right? I go, I, I, I'll pay you 10 bucks an hour. Just come work with me. This was, again, 20 years ago. And, sure. and he did a good job. And I, I love him to this day. We've been friends for a long time. I didn't have a lot of money myself at the time. But at a certain point, I said to him, I said, brother, you've got to go and find a real job. This is not sustainable for you, for your family. You'll never get ahead. And so I waited and I waited and he still was not going. And I finally says, I have to fire you. And I was like, I want to cry mm -hmm. saying it. I have to fire you. And you know what? If I hadn't, I don't know what would happen, but he's a tremendous success today. It was the hardest thing I did, but I love the guy enough to fire him. Uh, we're going to take a break and take talk more about this. This is just such important stuff. We'll be right back. It's Entrepreneur Weekly. You're listening to Entrepreneur Weekly. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. And don't forget, we're on newsstands everywhere, Entrepreneur Magazine, and our website is vast. There is so much going on, entrepreneur.com, uh, and our show is podcast there as well, but on radio stations all across the country. My guest today is my friend, a man who I love, Jerry McNamara. He's the CEO of Proven Chaos, and we haven't even gotten to that yet, but... You know, I, I was telling Jerry that story about that friend of mine. I still, to this day, when I think about it, a lump comes into my neck. I, it's like I start getting choked up because it was so painful to love my friend enough to fire him, to, to make him, like, you know, change something in your life here. You can't go on this way. And But when he sees me to this day, 
I get this smile that says, it says, his smile says without a word coming out of his mouth, I love you, man. And he gives me a hug and whatever we talk about next. But we love each other. And he knows. It's like it's a painful time. You don't want to bring it up. Hey, thanks again for firing me. No, it's not that. It's we still love each other, even though we've been through good times and bad times. And it doesn't matter. Love is a strong, powerful. You said it. It's an ultimate superpower in business. Anyway, back to you. I have a similar story, Alan. And. I think what happens and where people go wrong is they think about how it impacts on them, right? What's the ego piece of this instead of saying, how can I be of service? And I'm a big believer of compassionate leadership. And so, you know, the story that I tell is my college roommate was headed off to medical school and it was clear to everyone, including his family, that he was going to propose to the wrong woman. And in advance of him doing that, I said to him, hey, I love you, and here's just my reflection, and here's what I'm hearing, and I think you might be headed down the wrong path here. And uh, he continued down that path, thanked me for, you know, the feedback, and ultimately his fiancée broke off the relationship. Now, here's what I thought was interesting. Everyone after the fact, Alan, told him that he was marrying the wrong woman. And that they knew it. And yet none of them had the courage or the love to say in advance, hey, man, I love you. You need to get to a better spot, so I have to fire you. Hey, man, I love you. I think you might be marrying the wrong woman. Here's why I see that. And so many people are afraid to put themselves into that position Mm. because it's how does it reflect on me? not am I leaving other people in better places. And if we can switch that, that mindset, it's just so powerful. It's the same thing that I say about business. You know, so many times people are focused in on money and greed and the outputs of the business. And what they don't realize is that finances create freedom for fulfillment. Mm. Business is literally a tool to create impact. And hear me loud and clear, Alan, I'm a capitalist through and through. Profits should follow great work. It doesn't always happen that way, but in my career, it almost always has followed doing great work. And so many people get focused in on how do we leverage the balance sheet? How do we get more profits down to the bottom line? And my answer is focus in on the impact that you want to make, the vision. Focus in on the values, the operating system, how we're going to treat each other, the agreed upon behaviors, and then focus in on what your role inside the company is to be great. And all the magic happens behind it. And for me, that's all about great leadership, and it starts with love. Yeah. So important, especially during a time of Thanksgiving and the Christmas and all of the holidays that are upon us. A woman said to me, you know, my, I won't repeat what she said, but she said something about her son and it wasn't positive. I said, you know what? Don't put that tag on him. You need to love him. He's coming to your home for the holidays. You need to drop all of that garbage that you've built up in your mind You need to flush it and love your son unconditionally. 
And you know what? Mm-hmm. Let love be the teacher. And she broke down and, and basically said, thank you. I needed to hear that. Because we get, we get stuck in these, you know, these, I don't know, these, these mud holes and our tires spin and relationships and business relationships. And, and if we could just back up enough and say, you know what, have I done, what's the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you? Have I done that? Or have I been waiting, you know, for them to, to do what I want them to do? So this is such an important season right now if anything we should be talking about love and here we are that's why this is so perfect for today's show is that this love is the teacher and it will teach you and the person you're dealing with and their family and other people it it's it's like infectious it spreads now i have a question for you that people are probably wondering why the name proven chaos and you only have like a minute to tell me. That's the sad part. Got it. I, I, I'm going to nail it. So I typically work with high growth companies. And I always say, you've proven there's a marketplace, but you're in chaos because your people, your systems, or your process haven't kept pace. <laughs> and so therefore, you've taken something where, you know, maybe you have some outward success of being on one of those high growth lists. And uh, you're feeling a little disillusioned because you don't make it home for dinner. You don't tuck your kids in. You've lost your hobbies. And so we try and create calm out of chaos so that people can feel aligned because success without fulfillment is the greatest ripoff in life. Wow. Well, there it is. That's the payoff of our first 30 minutes together or so. (laughs) Finding that calm within the proven chaos you might say provenchaos.com is his website oh my gosh what a different twist to coaching unreal entrepreneur weekly all across the nation on radio stations and on our website entrepreneur.com we'll be right back with more jerry mcnamara stay with us of Entrepreneur Weekly, check out our podcast on iTunes for even more content. Subscribe today. Are you paying too much for business insurance? Do you have critical gaps in your coverage? Entrepreneur Insurance can help you find out. In 6 out of 10 policies, business owners are paying too much for property, general liability, or workers' comp insurance. Entrepreneur Insurance can help you identify ways to save and any gaps in coverage. Head to entrepreneur.com slash insurance to complete the questionnaire and get a personalized quote. It's an easy way to find out if you're paying too much. Again, that's entrepreneur.com slash insurance. Who can it be now? Yeah, I should not sing. But if it's not me and it's not now, then when? When will we learn the value of love? You know, we just got done with uh, Thanksgiving. Some people are with their families and things aren't going so well. And you know what? The reason is is because we're holding on 
to a bunch of old laundry, old dirty clothing that doesn't even fit us anymore. We don't like it. We wish it was just gone. And you know what? We, you, all of us have got to let go and let love take its place. And so today we're talking about love in business with Dr. Love. Oh, no, I won't call you that. Jerry McNamara, <laughs> proven chaos. <laughs> he says, love, love is it. the ultimate superpower in business. And it really, really is. You know what's sad, Jerry? I don't know that people have really, and, and this is probably a huge swiping brush, brushing far too broadly, but people don't give enough thought to what love really is. We're not talking about the warm and fuzzy kind of love here. That's that's a given. I mean, you want to have that with everybody anyway. But it's having sometimes tough love, having sometimes a conversation with your creator about things. You know, I'm talking deep love for people in your life and the business that you're trying to run because you got to love your business too if you hate your business and love your people it's still going to be a a self-fulfilling prophecy you're going to fail you got to have love for everything you do in life so this is this is kind of that deep thinking kind of stuff that we really need to do especially this time of year so i hand it back to you yeah i think it's so important you know with thanksgiving you know here and the holidays you know, one of the things that I learned because of our family dynamics, I did not see my mom from the time I was 15 until I was 31. Ooh. And you know, she came back into my life because she was an end stage liver failure mm. with her family around her and feeling love. My mom was given a week to live the day after Christmas. Wow. She survived seven months, Alan. Hospice after about four months finally took their their uh, hospital bed and things out of my mom's living room. And she made it to a a liver transplant and no one did more with their golden ticket to life. She, she passed away two years ago in, in August, but we called it the Willy Wonka ticket that she had. Uh, No one lived life with more zeal and with more love than my mom. And she was a great model for that. And, you know, I just come back to one of the greatest gifts that I learned was the power of forgiveness and true forgiveness, not, Hey, I forgive you, but truly shedding that burden from yourself. Right. Because, you know, one of the things that I I see in business is we're so hard on ourselves and, you know, especially coming through COVID, I talk a lot about grace and don't get me wrong. I am a performance-driven guy. Anyone who's been around me know that I'm driven by metrics and performance and accountability. And yet, we also have to have grace and the importance of second chances and grit and determination. And so those are things that I think about with my mom. You know, certainly I, I missed, you know, 15 years of life with my mom, but we made up for it in the, in the second half. And so I think it is important because when I look at business and I look at life, those things are so intermingled. I think we are constantly trying to make, you know, make them separate and they are fully integrated in all things that we do. And so I just want to encourage people, if there's someone that you need to pick up the phone and call and say, Hey, I love you. And that thing that happened, you know, let's put it in the, in the rear view mirror 
it is so important to have that grace and to do things that serve us and allow us to get back to a positive mindset and to performance so that we can go make the impact that we were meant to go make. What was the turning point for you? I mean, where was that? I, I, I'm so hungry to know, because you had already, like you said, you've already done like five businesses, you know, come on. How many people do that in their life? And you're in your 40s, for goodness sakes. At a certain point, you said, I'm not done. And I know I, I'm hearing the story. There's been some suffering in your life. There's been some forgiving, some mm-hmm. loving. There had to be a point where you said to yourself, Jerry, there's more or something. And I'm just curious, when do you, do you remember that aha moment when you decided there's a superpower and I want to know what it is? So I was 26. I was helping run a company that went from 5.9 million to 15 million in 18 months. We were raising venture capital and I was traveling all over the country, started working hundred hour weeks, started sleeping on the couch outside of my office. And on Valentine's day, I thought I was having heart attack. Wow. And I remember laying on a gurney with electrodes hooked up and watching the little EKG machine and counting the dots in the ceiling tile, Alan, <laughs> and thinking to myself, what in the heck have you done here? At what cost has all of this price of success come? And it just made me really start to think, geez, is there another way to do this? Is this what it all is? Is it just the process of trying to create success or is there something more? Mm. And I watch entrepreneurs constantly put their health aside, put their mental stability aside, put Mm. their families aside. And I'm here to say, you know, again, success without fulfillment is the greatest ripoff, but it takes that conscious intention to say, here's who I am and here's how I'm gonna show up. And I'm going to do that day in and day out. And that's when the magic happens. One more segment with Jerry McNamara. Provenchaos.com is his website. Don't go anywhere. How would you like a playbook when a playbook doesn't exist? Simon Leslie's new book, Equanimity, a diary of CEOs in crisis, might just answer some of those unanswered questions about life and business. Like, how do I get love back in my business or relationship? How do I find love in what I do? How do I stop underpaying myself and working 90 hours a week? How do I learn to be present at work, at home, and find time for me? How do I attract better and bigger opportunities? And how to be a heart-centered leader? 50 conversations with some of the greatest minds on kindness, heart-centered leadership, negotiation, gratitude, energy, mindfulness, and many, many more. If you don't believe me, just follow Simon Leslie on LinkedIn and read his monthly exploits. He really is living a wonderful life of love, adventure, and success. Equanimity is available on Amazon. You're listening to Entrepreneur Weekly. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. Well, the guy that I'm talking to, Jerry McNamara, he is bad to the bone. He has got such a beautiful message, so perfect on the Thanksgiving weekend that this show is going to air across the country. It couldn't be better. So for that, I am thankful. 
and the message that is within this show, I am thankful. It's all about love, actually. And uh, so, uh, Jerry, I this is the segment where, you know, I normally say, all right, you're the professor. You put your uh, professor's cap on and uh, teach us because you got about a quarter million people. But, uh, I mean, we've been talking about trying to, to lay a foundation of there is so much more to life than just making a gob of money because when you're standing on that mountain of money like Scrooge McDuck and you look around and you're all by yourself and then somebody goes, I told you it was lonely at the top. I don't want to hear that. I would rather be with the masses of people dancing down below and not have, you know, the mountains of money. And, and I don't, but I live a very full and happy life. So I, I just hand it over to you. You got about four and a half minutes. What do you got to say? I think coming back to, you know, how we met Amanda Holmes' book, The Ultimate Sales Machine, she put the 13th chapter in, it's how to lead a rich and full life. And I think that the lesson that I have learned is, yes, businesses have to be successful, but if it comes at success at all costs, so that we're economically gifted and emotionally bankrupt, then I don't really think that that's success. And so... I think we just need to be really focused in that the highest purpose of life is for us to make sure that we live in accordance with our vision, our values, and our actions to unlock fulfillment. Mm, There you go. And I think if we do that, then you're going to be adding all the things that you're supposed to be adding to the world, and you're going to be happy as a lark. Yeah. I agree. I have lived the life that you discuss on this show today for many years of my life, not always, but when I had my aha moment, I thought, I don't want to be that guy anymore. And that guy wasn't even a bad guy. He was a good guy, but mm-hmm. he wasn't good enough yet. And I wasn't judging myself. I could just see where I had lots of cracks in the walls. And, you know, I thought, you know, I need to add something here. I need to add virtues and values to my life like you said grace love and i'm talking about in business because i mean i i've been with my wife 40 years jerry (laughs) we're having an argument over the weekend but it's because it was thanksgiving and that's when they happen i'm joking but (laughs) but we really have the ability to live a life filled with joy and as amanda says how to lead a rich and full life and how you say a life with grace and love while doing business my question for you in the last minute is when you get a client there must be some kind of crazy conversation that happens about guess what dear client i am going to be brutally honest with you i'm going to give you the hardest love you've ever had because that's what they want from you isn't it don't they want the truth they don't want to pay you to hear lies they want to pay you to tell them what they need to hear and to me what a beautiful job to be able to be honest in a world where honesty is not such a uh, popular thing these days so um yeah well, we'll have to have you on again. That's all there is to it. <laughs> I appreciate being on here. It's been super fun to uh, spend some time with you. And in this Thanksgiving and holiday week, Alan, I am grateful for you. 
and uh, I love you very much. Ah, likewise, likewise. You guys really all need to check out provenchaos.com. Reach out to this guy. See if he can't add, well, a little bit of love to your life, but a little bit of wisdom and maybe can teach you also how to do what Amanda Holmes has done in her book, um, The Ultimate Sales Machine, which is Chapter 13, How to Lead a Rich and Full Life. Um, Guys like Jerry, gals like Amanda, these are people that are so important in this entrepreneurial journey. I can't even tell you. Because success without joy is for what? What's the old saying? What profit a man to gain the whole world but lose his soul in the process? Now I have to play this song that I've been thinking about you. I have. That's why we picked Jerry to be on today. Jerry, thank you. Thank you, Alan. I hope you guys all had a great holiday weekend. And uh, God bless. See you next time right here on Entrepreneur Weekly. This program is copyrighted by Entrepreneur Media Incorporated.